Welcome, everybody, to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. I'm Dustin Rubio, part of the Limitless Leadership team and youth pastor at City Church Swansea. And I'm Tim Alford, National Director of Limitless and volunteer youth leader at the Source Church Malvern. And this is a conversation designed to help youth leaders connect, think, and grow. All right, so we're going to kick off with leading up. That's our first one. So it's my privilege to introduce Leon and Andy, uh, who are going to take us through that session. Let's welcome them to stage. And he's the youth pastor. Leon Evans is the senior pastor. Uh, and they're going to be talking about this very important topic leading up. Hi, afternoon, everyone. It is definitely leading up we're doing, not homosexuality or transgender. I don't want to get that exactly right. Uh, it's great to, to, to be with you this afternoon. Just uh, I know this is a TED Talk, so it's 10 minutes. So I'm going to dive straight into it, okay? Uh, this is something that I saw years and years ago, which really helped me, and I want to share it with you. Just to give you a little bit of a context for this conversation, this is something that I saw Bill Hybels do years ago. If you don't know who Bill Hybels is, he's the senior leader at Willow Creek Community Church in Chicago. And he said... Every dynamic of leadership, whenever you're leading anything, there's, already, there's always different dynamics at play. And if you think about it like a compass, okay, then there's north, there's south, never eat shredded, that's it. There's east, and there's west. And if you think about it, okay, whoever you are and whoever you leave, we've got all these different dynamics. So if this is you in the center, the most important person you'll ever lead is yourself. If you cannot lead yourself, it doesn't matter how great you are with these other things, you're in big trouble. But all of us have people underneath us, if you like, that we're leading, okay? That's the South dynamic. So if you think about as a youth pastor, as a youth leader, you're leading the young people. But there's also people East and West on your level, other staff members, other department leaders. And there's always somebody above you that you're leading up to. In Andy's situation, it's me. In my situation, because I've got all of this as well, it's the eldership. Because as much as I lead them, I'm also accountable to them. Does that help? Uh, and here's the thing. You could be great at leading in one of these areas. If you're not paying attention to the others, you're going to be in trouble. So as a youth pastor, you could be great. The teenagers think you're amazing. But the rest of the staff members, not so much. And if you not, don't have a good relationship with whoever's above you, it doesn't matter how great you are working with the young people, your leadership potential will be capped or will be thwarted because of not paying attention to those dynamics. That really helped me, and we could spend a long time talking about that. But the one we're going to look at is this dynamic, which is leading up. Andy. Yeah, so we want to give you four keys, four important things um, to think about when leading up. And the first one... Um, I want to unpack is timing. Timing is absolutely everything when you think about leading up. There will be times in your leadership when you want to push back on an issue um, with the person managing you. Let me say timing is everything. I know that a Sunday morning is not the timing to push back with Leon. Like that is the worst time for me to, to push back. I, I know that I have space during the week, we have a review meeting on a Monday. That's the time to push back and say, you know, when we changed all the lights, can we not do that the next time? Or, or pushing back on certain things. I know that there are the timing has to be right. You know, um, think about maybe when you're pitching an idea or you've got questions and you're, you know, you're desperate to get clearance or get approval on an event or something that you're doing, think about their routine. When is the moment that they are going to be in the best place 
to discuss that, to think about that. Again, a Sunday morning is not the best time. I know that on Tuesdays is often on study day when he's thinking about a um, bigger picture, writing his talks, is, is in a better place to, to, for me to ask him questions than perhaps on a Sunday morning or last thing on a Friday when we're trying to get everything done. Like Think about timing when you are leading up. It is really, really important. And um, the other thing around timing is senior leaders, particularly if you're managed by the senior pastor, they are so, so busy. When you have their time, make sure you use it well. Like if you're pitching an idea, be prepared. Make sure you've thought about all the questions that they may, might ask in advance. Like they might only have 10 minutes um, to give you on that particular topic. Make sure you use that time. Don't be late. Like make sure you make use of the time that you have with them. That's the first one. Okay. Second one is understanding. Understanding matters. And I think Andy's touched on this a little bit. But I think understanding uh, the situation that the person that's leading you is in, in Andy's situation, it's me. I mean, this is a two-way thing, really. I know that I'm talking to youth uh, pastors and youth leaders. Uh, I wish I talked to senior leaders as well. But understanding is really important. And I think as part of that, you've got to establish relationship. Um, you know, we, we talked about preparing for this. We're getting on really well at the moment which is really handy for this session. But actually we do because we've established relationship and Andy has found a way of establishing relationship with me, which I really respect. And uh, I think part of that is, is about understanding the senior leader's role, okay, on the lead pastor's role. So establishing relationship is really important. You will not influence me. Andy will not influence me without relationship. Uh, and that's really, really important. So that means taking time to establish that relationship and, and understanding where that other person's coming from. You've got, you know, you're passionate about the young people. You're passionate about teenagers. is absolutely right. But you need to understand the other person's perspective and where they're standing as well. Um, uh, understanding your line manager, in Andy's case, uh, me, their style as well. Um, you know that story when um, uh, David is playing the harp for Saul and Saul's got a spear in his hand. Not the right time to make a request, as Andy has said. Okay, he's got a spear in his hand. Understanding the style of that person is really important. So let me just share a few things from my perspective um, in terms of Andy leading up. For me as a senior pastor, I want to know that person is going to do their job well. The best thing you can do to establish relationship is do your job well. That's really, really important. Nehemiah 2, verse 5 says, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, when you do your job well, it will establish relationship and credibility. That's really important. But also work hard, because that's important as well. That's really important to me, work ethic. When you bring a problem, try to bring a solution as well. Andy is brilliant at this. Andy brings lots of problems, but Andy always brings a solution. I really like that. I don't mind dealing with the problems. What's really frustrating when you've got lots of people coming at you who've all got lots of problems who then say, there's a problem, and walk away. But when you come with a problem, come with a solution that establishes relationship. Let me know that you understand there's a bigger picture. Okay, you're passionate about the youth department. From my seat, I'm looking at lots of departments. I'm looking at lots of different situations. I'm looking at lots of different challenges. I want to know that you understand that, yes, I'm interested in that, and I am passionate about the young people, uh, but I've got lots of other things to think about as well. So le let me know that you understand that. 
I don't like big surprises. One of the things I've learned about leading up to my eldership is that they don't like big surprises neither. And so again, that's one of the things that you might find the same with your person that you lead. I also want to know the why behind what you're asking. So recently, we've completely restructured the youth. We went on a whole load of conversations. My biggest conversation about that was, why are we doing this? What is the why behind it? I want to know that. Okay, that's really important. And then the last thing I want to say on this bit is I want to sense that you're open to feedback and that you're committed to grow. That's the most important thing, okay? Are you open to feedback and are you committed to grow? So understanding your senior pastor or whoever is line manager, understanding who they are, understanding their style, building relationship, that is absolutely crucial in leading up. Great. The third um, key that we want to look at is clear communication. Everything that you do communicates how you're doing at your job to those who are managing you. Absolutely everything. You know, don't, don't keep everything in your head. Don't assume everybody else knows what you're thinking and what, what you're doing with your job. You know, I think it's better to over-communicate than to under-communicate. So often if I'm working off-site or working on a talk or working from home, I will communicate that and, and let Leon know. So, that, so Because perception is everything, isn't it? And if I'm perceived to never be at my desk and no one ever knows where I am, People may well assume that I'm just sat at home playing PS4. Like, and actually, I'm off-site. Most of the time, I'm off-site <laughs> um, writing talks or working on stuff that I need to be out of the office. But I make sure I communicate that, not just with Leon, but with other staff members as well. And I say things like, you know, I'm, I'm working off-site today, but please do contact me if you, if you need me and things like that. Um, like I say, perception is everything. Like, no, Leon talked about knowing your boss's weak points. Like, follow stuff up. If you have a conversation with your manager and your manager's not good at, at remembering things, Leon is actually really good at remembering what's been said in meetings. But if your manager isn't good at remembering what you said or what you've communicated, like, follow it up with an email. Like, or at the end of meetings, go, can we just review the action points so everybody is clear on what, uh, what has to be done? Clear communication is really, really important for me. When, when I go on holiday or if I'm missing a weekend, I make sure that I communicate to Leon that everything is in hand. So I often prepare a document that says, this thing, um, Sunday morning youth is covered by this person. These are the people on, uh, uh, on team that day. These are the people who have got the keys. And I make sure that I've communicated as much as possible because a lack of communication can make it can communicate to, to the elders and to the people managing me that I'm not doing my job properly. And actually, everything that we do communicates something. I remember early on in my time um, at church, we had a men's event, and I sat at the back and didn't really want to be there. And I, without saying I didn't want to be there, I communicated that I didn't want to be there because I spent the entire time refreshing Twitter and looking at my phone. And Leon clocked it and brought it up with me because I was communicating to him that I didn't want to be there, even though I didn't say it out loud. And everything that we do, everything, every uh, kind of, every bit of our body language when we're not leading communicates something and communicates to those who are um, in management over us. Okay, so the final thing I want to say, so we've said um, timing matters, uh, understanding matters, communication matters, and then finally, honour matters. 
And um, honor is important between both of us. You know, this is not just a one-way street. I want to honor Andy, and hopefully do, and, and Andy honors me. So but I think honor of the person who's leading you is really, really important. And uh, I think honor the role, but also honor the responsibility that that person has. And then secondly, and we're going to get a little bit personal as we finish here now, honor the process as well. And Andy and I have talked about, about this, but uh, in 2016, um, we went through a really interesting six months or so. And just give me a little bit of background to that. Uh, my perception, I mean, I've led at the church that I'm at now for over for 18 years now. I've been on staff for 25. So I've seen a lot of youth pastors, a lot of youth leaders, a lot of children's leaders come and go. My perception is that the average run for a youth or a kid's worker or leader, especially on staff, is around about three years. After around about three years, you hit a wall. Okay, it's very hard to keep going. What you guys are doing is really brilliant and really difficult. And Andy hit that wall after three or four years. And then we went through a little bit of a difficult time. And so we were in conversation about where's the future and what's happening. And then in about 2016, um, there was a series of three different things that happened where Andy made some pretty serious misjudgments. And all of the three situations had to come to me and then had to come to the elders as well. So we went through, and it was one after the other after the other. That was really difficult for him. It was really difficult for us, and it was difficult for our relationship. What I want to say coming through that is that the way Andy handled that, because he could have pushed back a lot on the process that we had to go through, it was difficult, but the way he embraced the process, at the end of that, our, our, our feeling towards Andy now is that he's gone up in our estimation, not down. Yes, he made some mistakes. Yes, he made some mistakes. We don't care about that. We really care. Are you self-aware? Are you open to feedback? And do you want to grow? Who hasn't made mistakes? I know I certainly have. And so to me, I'd say honor the process, even when you want to kick back at it, and I know he did, and he's going to say that. But I want to say probably to you guys, my um, feeling towards Andy has gone up through that process, not down. Okay, so honor the process, honor the responsibility. Thanks. Yeah, great. I've got one minute. I think I would add to that, there, there was time, like in that season, I was really frustrated. I quit several times, but I never told Leon. Um, <laughs> like, and in that season, I just knew it was really important that I, I dealt with that in the right way. So I, um, I wrote a letter of apology to the elders. I um, made sure that I only rarely talked to my wife and mentors um, about what I was feeling. But I wanted to communicate, look, I, I honor the authority that God's put, put over me. You know, I really believe that, that the way you deal with the authority that you're under will determine the th authority that you have over people. And even, even times where I've disagreed with stuff, even times where I found it really hard and wanted to just walk away and kick back and kick Leon, like all of those times, I've just had a real sense of God saying, I have to honor the authority that he's put over me. And that's been a real issue. And that is difficult. And that's been really hard. But I really feel like I've grown in that and grown as a leader. And as a result, been given more authority as well within the life of the church. Um, so that's all that we've got to say really about um, leading up. Thanks for listening to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. We want to make sure that the Limitless Leadership Podcast is tackling the issues that affect you in youth ministry. So email us at info at limitlesselam.co.uk to let us know the issues you'd like us to discuss. Stay in touch with us on social media. 
We're at Limitless Elam on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes or however you get your podcast. See you next time.